hearty fraternal greetings and good wishes to all the brothers and the sisters may the lord return to the earth he is the keynote of the solstice the solar angel has he enters into cancer he is into the realms of matter not grass matter but the causal matter as he goes gets up to libra then there is the touchdown into the grass matter so from the causal to subtle from subtle to grass there is uh, the impact of the solar angel in the months to come starting from cancer cancer is the second cardinal sign and it brings the solar angel from the first cardinal sign aries very near to us into our heart the lord who descends through aries further descends through taurus antro gemini into cancer meaning at the very beginning of the beginning of the year solar year <clears throat> his entry is into our sahasrara and he descends further into the realms of taras which relate to our face and in gemini he descends into the throat and from the throat now he enters into the chamber of the heart entering the solar angel entering into the chamber of heart is a great festival in the ancient times the seers conceived festivals in tune with the play of the solar lunar light the silver light and the golden light their interplay gives us great bliss joy happiness at the soul level at a buddhic level and at the plane of mind and senses blessed are the ones who follow the play of this light sorry lunar light which brings out 
all other colors like the red, the blue, the green. Wish you all good luck <laughs> with your throats, with your lungs and with your nose as you return home. This is the, the impact of the entry of the sun into the heart center is a great luck for the humans. It's a great luck for the humans that you don't have to walk up to the solar angel. The solar angel walks up, walks into you. He comes towards us. The sun in Aries is seen as the mid-heaven. The sun in Aries is seen as up above in the sky. The sun in Cancer is a state where he has vertically descended straight away into our heart chamber. So the heart chamber rejoices the Aries by the arrival of the solar angel. On solstice day, today, we experience the entry, entry of the solar angel into our heart. The heart chamber is like the main house, main room of the house which we call the body. It's like receiving the most important guest, the, the chief of solar system. The chief of solar system, he enters into the main chamber of our house and we await to receive him in the heart. <coughs> And we try to retain him as long as possible. Isn't it? We would like that the master, even a master of wisdom, when he comes home, we would like to retain him. Imagine the master of the universe visiting the house which we call the personality and uh, taking seat in the central hall, which we call the heart chamber. The heart chamber is wide enough. It is wider, it is wider than the chamber you have in the head. <clears throat> it is very accommodative. And the Lord as enters, it gives tremendous Operating for the for the whole system, and we need to retain him in the heart for all times to come until our house is lighted by his presence. Until our house is lighted by his presence. As long as you retain the the Lord in your heart chamber, 
he have the very proximate relation with him and consequently he get guided from the heart he get guided from the heart the lord functions not as a ruler but as a teacher coming home staying with you as the old man of the house he helps you he gives you good advice he gives you good direction he gives you illumination he also protects you so that you do not get lost this is the triple function of the lord as teacher as he enters the heart that's why it is said the teacher who is at sahasraraj jupiter now in the month of cancer enters into us and stays with us that's why we say in in cancer jupiter is exalted jupiter is exalted in the sense jupiter is very joyful you know guiding from a distance is one thing guiding from proximity is another thing isn't it as much as the humans would like to receive the lord so much the lord also would like to get proximate the teacher student relationship is the teacher loves the students 100 times more than what the student can offer as love towards the teacher teacher does not forget he, he doesn't forget the students the students because they are students they recollect they forget they recollect they forget because they have their own personality situations and they have the related problems but the teacher does not so therefore from time to time the teacher visits and stays when the teacher visits and stays in the heart then the student is also much oriented to the teacher in proximity to the teacher there is no distance or proximity to the lord there is no distance there is no proximity but for the student since he is yet to be realized as the son of god there are distances and there are proximities in proximity their energies are better arranged when there is a distance in their mind their energies are not so effectively rearranged it happens it's like a magnet being proximate to the iron piece and a, a, a magnet being distant to an iron piece when the when the magnet is proximate to the iron piece the changes keep happening in the iron piece faster isn't it so distance or proximity do exist with the students since they are not in continuous connection with the master they are not they are 
their when they are sunk in their own individual situations they they don't even see that there is master around them <coughs> they do not see and they tend to be blind to that which the teacher intends to offer by way of support support is denied support is denied unconsciously that's why their problem is heavier to them if support is uh, cognized through orientation problems they will they will all uh, fly out like what you call the cotton that flies when there is the wind see how the cotton from the cotton trees when there is a wind they fly out isn't it the problems which are no problems really the problems which are no problems really they are problems because there is no appropriate understanding they make it heavy to themselves and they get into a kind of self pity oh this is very heavy and now i cannot anymore do this other i cannot listen to the teacher i cannot recapitulate his teachings i cannot do all these meditations i cannot go to programs i cannot participate in group activities because it is all very important that i have to attend like this kind this kind of an illusionary personality self pity comes and then closes that is the reason why annually the lord visits in the month of cancer this is how the seers have seen the seers have seen an annual visit by the lord into the chamber of the human hearts he is helpful for the humans to develop in so far as they can retain the energy in the heart that's how sense transit in cancer is visualized by the seers that the lord has come to stay with you as a teacher and the lord has decided not because you have sat but because he decided that's the compassion compassion of the lord means not that we deserve but he graces we think uh, we are we we deserve therefore the lord has come to us it's not like that you deserve you don't deserve it is his compassion that enables you to enter into you and then he stays with you for a month for a month and assume that if the if a master of wisdom is with you in your house all the time assume that a master of wisdom he is with you in your house all the time he have you relate to him very much right from the morning you relate to him isn't it you seek guidance from him you listen to his advices and he keeps enlightening you through simple teachings 
teachings from platforms are different. Teachings from platforms are different from teachings which are which happen during the day in the routine in a simple manner. So the enlightenment happens due to an, a, a constant relating to with the teacher. A constant relation, relation that you develop with the teacher due to the residence of the teacher in your heart chamber. So that's why every master of wisdom follow the same principle as the master of the universe. Every master of wisdom follows the same principle which the universal master follows. He is willing to reside in the heart chamber of those who relate to him. And so the masters of wisdom function. That's why every time when you think of the master and uh, he says, I am with you in your heart. I am with you in your heart. Come to the heart chamber of your house. Don't stay in the kitchen. Don't stay in the bedroom. Don't stay in the backyard. And retaining me in your heart, don't go away from the house. <laughs> Isn't it? So this kind of understanding, you have to make your own visualizations that the Lord has entered into you. The Lord, who is the master of the universe, has entered into me and formed himself of me and resides in my heart chamber where I can from time to time relate and get directed, get enlightened, get protected. These are the three dimensions. If there is a wise man at home like a grandfather, the grandchild for everything, the grandchild runs to grandfather. Even if the mother is a bit disciplining, the grandchild runs to grandfather. If the father tries to say things in a stern manner, the child runs to the grandfather, isn't it? A master of wisdom is like a grandfather at home. So, you, just like the children relate to grandfather, so the students would relate to the, the master of wisdom and this attitude should be developed by the students that my master is available to me in my heart chamber. Every morning I meet him in the very early, early hours. Every morning I go and meet him in my house, in my house. It's not that you go to church and meet him or you go to temple and meet him or you go to a mount and meet him. It's not like that. He is available at all times in your heart. So that's how we prepare certain places in the house for worship. When you prepare a place specifically for worship in the house, if you are consistent in relating to it, the master of wisdom will give his presence there. That's how every house cash carries an altar 
an altar, a shrine room we call it, where you set lights, where you set perfume, and where you set, if you wish, a picture of the Master. There you can sit in the morning hours. There you can sit in the morning hours. You can even quietly sip a cup of coffee or tea in that place relating to the Master, developing the dialogue with the Master. But you talk to him, you talk to him, let it be a monologue. It will eventually become a dialogue. Initially it is monologue, you keep on telling what all you wish to tell the Master. It's not that you have to take this to this rigid structure of prayer. At such and such a time you sit at such and such a hour and you do all this text of prayer. <coughs> you can otherwise also relate to the Master. Because the Master is bored with your prayers. <laughs> it is true. He says, he says, come on, talk to me. Don't come to me and, don't come to me and start saying Om and all that and then keep on chanting and then just get, and just run away from the chamber. Isn't it? What are we doing? We, we come, and then we, what is the text? We complete the text and run away. He feels, he feels it very funny. Hare, he has come to talk to me. And, and he did not talk. <laughs> he or she, the master, he is imperceptible, but he is there. The moment you invoke, he is there. That is the truth. Master Namaskaram, when you say that, it's already there. That's what I said yesterday, or day before. Sadyojatam prapadyami. Like that they say in Sanskrit. <coughs> the moment I think of you, or it is the promise of the Lord. It is the promise of the Lord, which is in the scriptures in the East. The moment you say Om or Om Namah Shivaya or Sri Ram, when you ardently invoke me, I am already there in your heart. That's all Lord Shiva tells. Whoever says Om Namah Shivaya, the moment you complete uttering the sound, I am already there. Instant Manifest, instant manifestation. For instant coffee you have to wait for a few seconds, isn't it? You, instant coffee you have to press, then you have to check, and you have to wait till it is all filled. But it's not so with the Lord. He comes with a great perfume. Sugandhim Pustivardhanam. That's how it is said. The moment you invoke, we make incense for our, to show our devotion. But the moment the Lord enters, 
Even before he enters, his perfume enters. His perfume. Sugandhim. Perfume. And then the, the bells ring. In your own inner chamber, the bells ring. It's so wonderful. When you, this you have to do. And then you can talk to him. You can talk to him about your daily life situation. You can talk to him some other things also. He is willing to listen. He feels, he feels really pity, pity for, the, for those devotees or students or disciples or aspirants, whatever name you give. <coughs> he feels pity for those who come and do their drill and go away. It's like a German drill. Hmm? The Germans are known to be the best soldiers in the Second World War. They may have lost, it's another story, but they are the best. So therefore you do the drill, but you don't... The, the purpose of the drill is not... You, you, when the orientation is not there, it doesn't work. So what I mean to say is, the Lord is present with you by reflection in your own being. Later you know that you are his reflection. He is not a reflection. You are his reflection. <laughs> but when he enters into your heart chamber, it is by reflection. That's why a moon rules cancer. That's how it is said. Moon rules cancer. The Lord reflects himself into you. Now you have seen the virtual appearance through electronics. Someone can virtually appear, speak, and then disappear. Like that they, you can relate to him, speak to him, retain him, retain him. This retention of the, the light and the love and the power of Lord in your heart is the basic requirement for the needed transformations to happen in us. Just like when, when a Master of Wisdom is in your house, you are more oriented to Him and you, you, your behavioral nature takes to a a better level. It is much more organized, much more orderly, because you, you know that the Master is at home. And the, the very thought that the Master is at home gives you a different uh, enthusiasm, number one. Discipline number two, rhythm number three. And you keep doing things with great enthusiasm that you don't feel the daily routine is anything heavy. So that is what cancer means. You may have a lot of understanding about 
cancer coming from the books. But experiencing cancer is important. Why this solstice is made so very important by the seers of wisdom is that each one of us in our own chamber of heart can experience the Lord and His love, His guidance and His light and reorganize our personality. Cancer is essentially the sign which relates to the behavioral nature of every individual. The behavior can be in different ways, isn't it? It can be in tune with the law, it can be not so much in tune with law. Different ways of behavior. Different ways of behavior. But when the master, when you, when you consciously hold in you that the master is within you, you, may, you make amends to your own behavior. You don't neglect the, the discipline relating to discipleship as long as you hold in you consciously that the master is in you and is with you at all times. With you at all times. You may, may give any name to the master or any, any form to the master. What is important is that the master is with you in your heart, Shama. And that you can relate to him. Visualize the golden light of the heart, Shama. And in that light, there is an altar. Altar doesn't mean the way we, we do it, you know. A most comfortable chair which you find in furniture shops, which you would like yourself to sit. You may buy one for you and one for the master. <laughs> At home. Because the master doesn't want that you suffer and he is kept in pleasure, comfort. He would like his son, every soul is his son, to be in as much comfort as he is. He would not like that you sit at a lower level and he sits at a higher level. Just for the convenience of my seeing you all and for your seeing me, we are, I am on this platform. But left to myself, it is to be on the floor. To meet levels is what the Master knows. So he meets you at level, at your level. If you sit down on the ground floor, he also sits on the ground. If you offer a chair, he says, you too take a chair. There is a beautiful story, which is a, which is a true event that happened. There was a lady who was regularly, intensely praying every Sunday. Sunday was free to her. So she went on praying with greater intense on Sunday. The, the four-armed Lord, whom we call Vishnu, is such a... The second Lagos is full of beauty and splendor. So she was in worship of Him with, with, with much ardent nature. And much more so on Sundays. 
and much, much more so during the Sundays of Aquarius. Because Sunday in Aquarius is much more, is different from other Sundays of the year. Sundays in Aquarius are they are full of solar energy. Solar energy is very proximate to you and it is it tends to be, it tends to penetrate into you. That's the beauty of the Aquarian sun ray. Why? Because sun is much associated with Uranus during the Aquarius, during Aquarius. So the sun penetrates into us. Therefore she was, uh, for her, the four Sundays of the month of Aquarius were of great importance. She was doing much more elaborate worship on that day. And the Lord observed for twelve years. She never failed even one Sunday in any solar. There are fifty-two Sundays approximately in a year. Twelve times fifty-two. How much it comes to? Three hundred sixty-four Sundays. Three hundred sixty-four Sundays. No gap. She was worshipping. Three hundred sixty-fifth Sunday. It so happened when she was worshipping in her prayer room. The Lord entered and appeared virtually to her. Virtually. She was, she was so surprised and so stunned and she just uh, stood still. Stood still. The Lord smiled and said, Offer me a seat and take to a seat, he said. <laughs> Offer me a seat, take to a seat. So she offered the seat and he sat and the Lord was, and the lady was standing. I said, take to the seat. And you know in worship we prepare some delicious items as offering Food offering is one of the sixteen offerings we do in every worship. There are sixteen steps of offering. So before the worship is done, normally the ladies, they prepare the different varieties of food. And when these, when they have to offer the food, yeah. So she said, uh, the, the Lord said, uh, <coughs> offer me flowers. Because she was totally in a kind of a trance because she was out of mind. She offered flowers. Offer me incense, he said. She offered incense. Offer me clothing, he offered clothing. Offer me food, she offered food. Then he said, the Lord did not take food. She said, please take food, the lady said. You to bring your plate. Serve as, as you serve me, you serve yourself. 
let us eat together let us also drink together like that it went on she didn't know it went on till midday midday and after that the last said are you satisfied yes she said what is it that you wish from me what is it that you wish from me she said i don't know i don't know what to ask her because i only know that i have the joy of worshiping you i never expected that you would be manifesting like this so i don't know what to ask the last and ask anything i'll give you anything the lady is so simple you know she said i don't know <laughs> i don't know what to ask you if you are very appearances you know this is joyful to me i can remember this for life so i have nothing to ask. i have nothing to ask when the last pressure on her sasa just like we give a gentle touch to a kid at the hand touch and said you are from to, you are immortalized you are immortalized and you shall ever experience me at all times you shall ever experience me at all times and the moment you close your eyes and think of me i am there for you this lady her name is called somini 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 means the lady who has drunk the the drink of the nectar which we call the ambrosia the immortal drink she drank it's not a literal drinking the joy by the ecstasy into which she walked she realized it it happened to her and uh, even today in india during the aquarius month on sundays in houses where still there is tradition very few houses have tradition today because india is getting more and more westernized more and more electronics more and more modern way of life the olden tradition the old traditions somewhere in some corner you still find them <coughs> they do it every sunday they do this to my good luck i was with my mother when my mother was doing it when i was a child of 10 years old and to she was making me to read there is a, all that i narrated to you is the story in the ritual which is to be read i was reading it for her all the time so today somehow i recollected it only to tell you that the master whom you receive into your heart chamber would like to dialogue with you not only listen to worship all the time he, he has enough of it <laughs> he has <laughs> he the lord has enough of it all over the universe isn't it wherever he goes he only people keep on doing this worship but no one no one dialogues with him no one talks with him the moment you he comes you do do like this he he, he. isn't it 
you are busy with the programs which you fix therefore you have no time to relate to the one whom you invite isn't it you have no time to relate that's how we fix our programs no we fix a this is a, a military discipline this is what i always feel military discipline in the sense it is very militant <laughs> you make it more and more rigid and when the master intends to talk to you you are busy isn't it the master personally wants to talk to you you are busy you cannot he says what kind of people they are they invoke me but when they come they don't relate to me <laughs> this is what the the humans do so therefore during the month of cancer relate to him and retain him that's important even if he, he moves into thereafter he stays in the heart and he gives the impact in your chambers of leo virgo libra scorpio staying in the staying in the heart chamber the divinity gives its the impact of its light and the impact of its power and its love into every chamber of your being meaning into every nook and corner of your personality your personality to every nook and corner the impact of the presence of the master in your heart causes the needed rectification that is what we say when we invoke the master comes and takes a seat in this chamber of the heart and being there he conducts the needed rectifications adjustments modifications while he does so you can be engaging with him with spicy dialogues that's what is called romance with god or romance with mars romance does not mean fleshly romance in different levels there is romance even in between the cosmic nature and cosmic lord there is romance so therefore you can be very romantic with your master in the chamber of your heart he can be humorous he would be much more humorous than he he can be seeking guidance he is willing to give guidance and stay when you retain him in your heart he continues to give the presence and that presence causes the transformations when the when the presence is entertained in the heart chamber and the presence is entertained in the heart chamber the behavioral nature will fall in tune with the natural pattern our patterns are unnatural most of them so he causes just like in the iron piece the energies are rearranged and it becomes a magnet so he changes he can the presence causes the change 
the presence in the heart causes it's all your visualization your intent and the intense visualization enables the transformations to happen they happen as much that you slowly fall into order into due into due and ancient order that's how it is said the way your nature has to be like that it gets transformed and you also gain his form gain his form and you gain his light you gain his love like that your personality becomes a very divine personality your house is a lighted house and you join the lord the lord conducts to the the lighted house that's the process so this process commences every year in cancer and he walks with you upon earth his presence enables you to you would feel his presence in every activity of your life that's why it is said from cancer to capricorn he walks with you on earth and you would be walking upon earth like a king because you are in the presence of the lord you walk upon earth as a king you are no more a beggar you are no more a hunter you are no more a hunter and thereafter when capricorn comes he has the other solstice isn't it if you wish you can join him and move upwards if you wish you can join capricorn onwards there is a upward movement the sun's northern course as he moves upward you can also move upward from the heart center to from capricorn to aquarius from heart thereafter the journey is straight away to the top of head and then in pisces top of the forehead aquarius is top of the forehead from higher heart in capricorn to the top of the forehead then in pisces over the head and in aries if you wish you can follow him and get out of the cycle pass over pass over pass over happens in april in the, in the third week in the third week of april on a friday not the kind of things the religions decide the good friday which you celebrated was not the right thing that's why i gave a correction to our groups it is generally during the third friday of aries and much more so when there is when it is associated with the new moon as the time there is the passover passover means you pass out of this into a higher circle the passover happens or you return whatever it is this is the time where the lord walks hand in hand with us therefore cancer to capricorn the lord stands stands by us and walks with us and we walk through the thick of the material 
the thick of the material because from the subtle material from casual to subtle from subtle to grass we keep moving into darker areas less light more matter less spirit more matter so you all the more need the light you all the more need the light when it is dark isn't it that's why cancer says i mark the light in darkness the message of cancer is i mark the light in darkness by the end of the evening when the dusk happens then you need a light to guide you so i stand as your light and guide you through the dark hours of your life dark hours of your life means you are relating to the material life and if you are into thick of material you lose light so he says hold me in you feel the presence in me in my presence fulfill all your earthly duties fulfill all your earthly duties and thereafter if you wish you can join me in the journey upwards like this every year the solar angel descends walks with the beings on earth and once again ascends and this cycle has very great detail in it very great detail so as we follow this drama every year slowly our nature every year it is it improves upon and slowly as i said yesterday we build a, a temple of light in which we remain as the image of god son of god means he is an image of god you are god's representative and you have a personality through which you keep on inspiring souls who are aspiring for light so that they also fall into the same rhythms and then take to the same path of light that's how the yearly the annual drama keeps happening for that reason solstice is very important the some the the summer solstice you call it we call it dakshinayana sankramana meaning the southern coursing in sanskrit or in the vedic understanding it is southern coursing it is coursing through the matter for 6 months then we have uttarayana meaning the upward course one is an upward coursing the other is downward coursing in either of these coursings what is important is to be in the presence of the lord so that you can joyfully course and experience different things each cycle that's why in cancer the lord we receive the lord by reflection moon he guides us as jupiter and then uh, we fall into a kind of discipline see the true teacher does not impose discipline either he has very little he says discipline should happen it cannot be imposed discipline should happen if you impose it is there is always a, a tendency to escape from it 
Therefore, he also functions like Saturn. That you yourself pick up certain disciplines. So disciplines are picked up. That's why Saturn is important for disciple in Cancer. The the ordinary are ruled by Moon. The disciples are ruled by Saturn and are supported by Mars and are enlightened by Uranus. That's how it is said. Moon. Basically, Jupiter is functioning of the Lord. Moon is at work. By reflection, we experience Him. Saturn gives discipline. Mars gives the will to adopt to discipline. Uranus gives expansion of consciousness. That's how the four planets have their role in cancer. So, let us walk into... All that we need to do is we, we have to walk more and more into the presence of the Master who is at all times available in our heart chamber. Just you relate, He is already there. Even before you come, He is there. Before He is always there. Sometimes you go out and then come back, He is already there. So, make it a virtual presence. Don't doubt it. It's an annual feature. And it is true with the Master of the Universe. It is true with every adept whom we follow. To anyone you can relate or you can straight away relate to the Universal Master as you like. Choice is yours. But stay in that presence. Conduct your life. As long as presence is with you, wisdom is available. And that wisdom enables you to improve upon the behavioral nature. That's the major work in cancer. Thank you one and all. We had a very purposeful, joyful, intense group life. We had good sessions of prayers, very good sessions. The prayers went on for more than normal duration. We had, I believe, fairly good teachings. And I listen that we have fairly good food in the group life. <coughs> so, the weather is very cooperative. So, we continue to Take this presence and live, live with it. Don't leave it. Don't leave it in candlestick and go home as before. <laughs> Normally, after a group life, we return as before. <laughs> that should not happen. There has to be some kind of a, a difference in us. A, a group life should make a difference with us, isn't it? We go on attending to so many group lives, but we remain the same, then it makes no sense. You see, Moses, Sarah told him, now the Lord is there on the... Yesterday, there was a very beautiful white cloud in a circular form on the peak over there. The whole sky is very blue, and on the top, the best mount we have here, 
there is a very white cloud in a circular form on the top of the peak for a while, not for all time. So, Sarah also had such a situation with Moses near Mount Sinai. So she told him, God is now at the peak. At the peak. He said, is it really so? She said, yes. So he went up. He went to the peak of Capricorn. The Mount Sinai is the is Capricorn in us. <clears throat> there he found the Lord, experienced him, talked to him, received his purpose. And when he was returning, the lady saw and said, he is different. See the movie, movie is very well taken. The movie Ten Commandments, Ben-Hur and such other movies, some of them are taken by directors who are masters of 33 degrees. Cecil D. Millie, you say, the director. He is a mason of 33 degrees. There are many great masons working in the movies to give good messages. So the lady looks at his, her husband returning from the mount and she says, he is different. He is different. He went, he experienced God, he returned and thereafter his lady never looked to husband in him. Because he is now different, he is now anointed one. So the God speaks through him, the God works through him. I can't just treat him as I treat my husband, as a husband. So like that when we go home, people should see us different. <laughs> hmm? Oh, you have done the workshop with light, isn't it? It's a workshop with light. So when we return, we should return with some degree of light, at least one, one more degree of light. There should be less darkness in us for a while at least. So, so don't leave it, retain it as much as you retain and keep on filling it. That presence only transforms, nothing else transforms. If you do things without experiencing the presence, you don't get transformed. An iron piece can never be a magnet unless it has the impact of the magnet. So the magnet is with us, so we relate to the magnet and we stay approximate to the field of the magnet. Stay proximate to the field of the magnet, then you keep on getting magnetized. If you are out of the field of the magnet, magnetism, there is no magnetism happening with you. Then you get discouraged, ah, I have been in this over thirty years. Nothing happening. Isn't it? Nothing happens when you are not within the field of the presence. So the key is the presence. So we have a very small book, a teaching and a make-all, which came out as a book, The Doctrine of Presence. We call it a doctrine. You know, doctrine is, secret doctrine is of five volumes, thousands of pages. 
we wrote some twenty, thirty pages book and I named it as Doctrine of Presence. This presence makes everything. It transforms. You, you reach your cherished goals when you at all times stand in the presence. So may that presence prevail in all of us and may we walk more and more into light. It was a, an extended talk. I was closing it again. Moses came in, so I extended, I extended it by another five, another nine, nine minutes. Thank you one and all. Enjoy your return journey and continue to enjoy the presence. Thank you. Namaskar.